0: Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists.
1: Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelists, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. And this is our We Were Not at San Diego Comic-Con 2022 edition. Yes. So we are going to be talking about the animation output from Marvel Studios. We're going to be talking about the television output from Marvel Studios, as well as the big screen movie, movie, movie. Output from Marvel Studios. And kicking right off, we're going to be talking about the happenings that were on that Friday. Marvel Studios announced that they're going to be doing some things such as Marvel Zombies, Spider-Man Freshman Year, the one I'm clearly most excited for, What If Season 2, as well as X-Men 97. And kicking it right off, let's talk about my favorite one, What If Season 2. It's going to be arriving in early 2023 and they already have a third season ordered, so wow. they are talking about that. Basically, a trailer was shown, and it showed that Captain Carter is back with Black Widow and Steve Rogers in his season one Iron Man armor, traveling with her. We're also going to be getting an adaptation, kind of a little bit loosely, of Marvel 1602, the Neil Gaiman one. So they are, you can definitely tell they are capitalizing on the hype involving Neil Gaiman at this time. You know, we had over on Amazon Prime, the uh, Good Omens series. We had American Gods on stars. And now coming up this August, we're going to be getting The Sandman coming over to Netflix. And I'm looking forward to watching the first episode, the first 20 minutes of it, and then shutting it off, just like every single show I do that's not a Marvel show because I don't have to do a podcast about it.
0: Oh, stop. You like On, The Sandman. I do like Sandman. but he it helps you go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you don't need I, the
1: melatonin. I like the show The Boys. I've watched maybe the first three episodes, and I love hearing from people going, did you watch the show? what do you think of the finale? I'm like, I thought the third episode of season one was great. Well, at least you that's got what past, I'm up to.
0: You got past 20 minutes though. It's
1: true. And like invincible, I, I could not be bothered to get past, uh, the first, maybe 10 minutes huh. where you're seeing the, uh, two guys and then John Hamm's voices in there. And I'm like, ah, I don't care. But with what if we're getting a 1602 episode and, I'm kind of hyped for that. Uh, 1602, which is the end result, by the way, of the legal battles between Neil Gaiman and Todd McFarlane. And if you want to hear the depositions of those, be sure to check out Cartoonist Cafe, where they have the uh, dramatic readings of them, e. and they're really entertaining. Like you get to see the uh, whole legal battle between the Todd Toddster, Toddy Mac, and uh, Mr. Spoopy Boy, Neil Gaiman. And 1602 is just it's a very uh, very interesting story. That's why. I'm excited to see where they go with that because there's a lot of sixteen oh two, especially in recent years, they've you know, incorporated into the Spider-Verse stuff, they've incorporated in Battle Worlds in you know, the uh, Secret Wars event. Just a lot of stuff with sixteen oh two and it's funny, you make an idea for Marvel and it'll continue to be milked by them repeatedly.
0: Well, I've just known of the Neil Gaiman 1602, which I did read, and I should be reading again to really get more familiar. But also yeah. the uh, other uh, was a limited, other limited series. I think was it a follow up to it, it? It was a Battle Worlds one. I know there was that. Okay. There was sixty.
1: I think there was uh, 1602, and then it had a separate title with that. So yes, I'm surprised they have not fully utilized this to make it like its own imprint at this point because we've we've seen it with so many different ones. You know. We're, we got a Spider-Punk miniseries. Didn't think I'd be seeing that, mm. but it exists.
0: Sure. And, well, you know, there'll be a 1602 Ren Faire. I Again. Why not? It's
1: I could see them doing it. <laughs> yeah. Now, also with, six, with with 1602. No, with the Marvel What If Season 2, we're going to be getting an episode where characters from Shang-Chi fight Odin and other Asgardians. And Shang-Chi was, other than that... Shang-Chi was notably absent from this past weekend. We might hear something at D23 coming up real soon, but surprisingly silent. I was hoping maybe we'd get a little bit of Shang-Chi stuff, but Mm -hmm. no, other than that, just that. Also, we're going to be getting a racing episode with Valkyrie and Iron Man on the planet Sakaar from Thor Ragnarok. And then they also said that in the trailer, it features old Peggy and Steve Rogers reuniting post-Avengers Endgame.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So,
1: are we getting them as an elderly couple? And we see the what if had happened with them. I think, if this is the case then, and nothing has been said, this is going to lead to Avengers 1959, written and created by the great Howard So, Holy smokes. It's a possibility. No one suggested this. Why wouldn't they do Avengers 1959? Now, with what if we ended up seeing in the first season the Marvel Zombies episode because you got to capitalize on one of the most iconic stories in the last uh, 15 years, 15, 20 years of Marvel history. And it's going to be getting a spin-off series. And they also had a look at the series where it features zombie versions of Hawkeye, uh, Captain America Returns, where he's cut in half. You get a... And I'm reading this through the Variety.com article, by the way. Uh... Let's see, there is Abomination, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye from Black Panther, and Icarus from my favorite movie, Eternals. Yeah! And then it's, you know, human versions, or human heroes taking on the zombies, where we see Yelena uh, Belova, Aquafina's Katie from Shang-Chi, Kate Bishop from Hawkeye, Red Guardian from Black Widow, Jimmy Woo from WandaVision, the Death Dealer from Shang-Chi, as well as Shang-Chi himself and Ms. Marvel. So... Again, other than, you know, the animated portion is where the Shang-Chi crew is showing up. And that kind of bums me out. Give him, you know, a little bit more because the movie was one of the biggest surprises of last year. I did not expect to love Shang-Chi as much as I did.
0: And we got a post-credit Shang-Chi will return, correct?
1: But where? Well, How? that's exactly... give, give me answers, Eddie. Sorry. I'm not Radio Shack. You have questions, we've got answers. And, you know, also they uh, there's going to be a team of widows from Black Widow, apparently, in this what-if thing. So it's, like, it's going to be gangs of people kind of borrowing that from The Walking Dead, where you have all these little tribes going off and fighting to save, you know, their own lives.
0: So there we go, Black Widow, class reunion. <laughs>
1: now, also, in regards to the animation output, we are getting Spider-Man freshman year. And some people are complaining about it because... First off, we are not going to be seeing Tom Holland reprise the role of Spider-Man. But here's the thing about that. This isn't set in the MCU continuity. There are people going on saying, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I can't believe we're going to be seeing Norman Osborn. We're going to be seeing so-and-so. We're going to be seeing so-and-so. Because it's not connected to that. Mm -hmm. In this series, instead, it's going to be Spider-Man going on, Peter Parker, and his mentor is Norman Osborn. So in this animated series, we're going to be seeing that, and apparently some people are complaining that it's going to be Norman Osborn playing himself, and he's going to be a person of color. So Norman Osborn, and I said Norman Osborn playing himself. Yes, the fictional character will be playing himself, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, it's easy to remember. Par for the, it's method acting at its finest. <laughs> but he will be a person of color, and a lot of people, again... It's the internet. Of course there's going to be an anime profile picture bitching and moaning about a person of color playing a character. Honestly, what defining characteristic truly is Norman Osborn supposed to be a white person? Like, it doesn't matter. You know, you don't need to see him as a white guy strictly all the time. Like, what are his defining characteristics to make him white? He can't dance. He's really (laughs) good at useless musical trivia. We've got that down pat. Let's tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. Or, you know, does he put, like, raisins in his
0: potato salad? We don't know. Is he, like, terrible at using spices? We don't know. All we know is what we grew up watching in the com- reading in the comic books. Yeah, but other than that, like, really
1: doesn't matter. You can make him a person of color. So, who cares? Mm-hmm. Now, in regards to this, I'm kind of hyped for this because the animation style, like, the, the uh, character sheet and models that we've been seeing over the last few days from this uh, presentation... I'm getting John Romita Sr. vibes. And if you're a fan of the comics from uh, issues, I believe, number 38 to 100 and something, it's the John Romita Jr. uh, or John Romita Sr. version. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of that. John Romita Sr., obviously much love to the late, great Steve Ditko, but John Romita Sr. created a version of the character that still resonates to this day and is very much an iconic look to the character. So... Seeing this version of the character is going to be great to see, obviously.
0: No question. One of the founding, you know, crea- creators or illustrators, and one that you you know go back to. Uh, what do you want to say? Setting a bar, following, picking up the the mantle afterwards, passing the baton. Yeah, the baton. Yeah, whatever, the Ditko baton. yeah. doing and, a great job with it.
1: And I love though that now we're getting an animated series. That, you know, with the advancements in animation and being able to do so many different things, we're going to see this version look like it basically came from a comic book as opposed to, like, the clutch cargo-style stuff where it was literally taking Jack Kirby drawings and just putting them on a screen. It It's going to be cool to see.
0: With this, though, and I forgot where, I watched a video of what was coming out and Spider-Man freshman year to be followed up by a second season called, and simply... You, you know, sophomore year. Sophomore
1: year. Is it going to be called that? Yeah. So, okay, so they, I like that they're giving it an end point mm-hmm. because you're going to have junior year. You're going to have uh senior year. Predictably. Obviously. And well, shitty internship, you know, why not? No. But I like seeing that because now we're going to have an end point for this. And Another show that was talked about at this presentation, we got to see the character models and designs of X-Men 97, which is going to be the continuation of X-Men the Animated Series, the finale. And a lot of things are being shown for this, including the villains who will be in the show, the Hellfire Club. And looking at the character designs, I got a real kick out of it because the leader of the Hellfire Club in this iteration will be everyone's favorite catty bitch, Mr. Sinister. (laughs) <laughs> I cannot wait to see this show, man. There's a lot of hype coming out for myself with this, and it it's my childhood getting continued. We're seeing some of the characters being reprised by their original voice actors, so we're going to see Cal Dodd reprise the role of Wolvie. Yep. He's going to be uh, sheathing those claws one more time and can't be excited enough. And in regards to this, also, we have some other things Coming along with this, if you've watched X-Men the Animated Series, spoilers, in the final season, their leader, Professor Xavier, dies. And now the team needs a new leader. And if you watch the show, in one of the final shots, you see the X-Men alongside Magneto. Well, ladies and gentlemen, in this series, we are seeing Magneto as the leader of the X-Men. And when you're a leader of the X-Men, you gotta change those duds. So... We are getting an Xavier, and I, I, I posted about this the other day on Twitter on my account on at Peter Melnick, and one of the comments made was, it looks it's gonna be the shitty costume. Well, for some people out there, it's the shitty costume for me. I love the hell out of it because it's gonna be the Xavier costume. no uh, big, stupid purple helmet. and it's gonna be the sleeveless one. so it's gonna show that he's doing arm day. Oh. But in the middle, it's the purple costume. With the big white letter M, so you know he's Magneto. Mm. He knows he knows what his name starts with. Good deal. So, being able to see this version of the character, I cannot wait. We're also going to be getting uh, it, it's mashups of some of the costumes from the 1980s as well as the 1990s Jim Lee iconic outfits. But when you see one character, she's getting a new do, but it's a new old do, with Storm having the legendary 1980s mohawk but mashed up with the jim lee
0: white outfit oh so we're not getting storm in the uh, black leather kind of thing no we're not and getting short. we're, we're not getting yeah
1: we're not getting punk storm but we are punk uh i think what what is the name of the uh group Mara- not marauders uh the, it yeah, with not, caliban and all them calypso morlocks morlocks yes okay it does start with an M. That's why I was like, is it more... See,
0: it's a lot of M's going on there.
1: Magneto and Muties and all of them. Mm-hmm. Just so many. But with this, you know, t- announcement and everything, I'm the most hyped for this, but Spider-Man freshman year, a very tight close second. I don't know what we're going to be getting, but I'm excited. And, you know, with X-Men 97, by the way, it's going to be involving... Uh, free uh previous guests on the show eric and julia leewald and larry houston as consultants so that just makes good sense and it, it, it and definitely it's great. does and you if you have the ability to talk to these people that made the show so great why
0: wouldn't you bring them on to yep. help out that's right can only do good and help out the continuation of this
1: now also in regards to the future of marvel We are going over now to the Disney Plus original television series, as well as the Disney movies from Marvel Studios. So, as uh, the announcement at the uh, convention was from Lord Kevin Feige, Marvel Phase 4 will be ending with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and... Let's just talk about the big thing with that. Let's talk about the very last thing that was from that panel, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The trailer got released because we have not seen much. We've seen concept art. We've seen merchandising things, what have you, all those little things like that. We don't know what the movie is going to be about, but it is about a sense of loss, a sense of mourning. And what I'm assuming is I've heard rumor and innuendo it does involve the passing of T'Challa, so T'Challa does pass away in the movie, from what I've heard, and you kind of get that impression from the trailer. So they haven't outwardly said it, hmm. but it's implied. You know, we see like a uh, tribute to him on a wall on of a building,
0: walling, yeah, like a painting of him, which reminds me of either a combination of seeing when when Spider-Man saw Iron Man's likeness on a wall, yeah, or perhaps yeah. some wall caricaturing or. Art on during the Ms. Marvel episode, perhaps in a similar vein. But it's but this is a good method of um, of media expression, if you will.
1: And also, you have a we have a uh, version of No Woman, No Cry. I believe it. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is returning for the uh, soundtrack because you could tell at the very end with uh, the trailer. So we're gonna have another uh, Black Panther soundtrack that will be straight up fire. As I sound incredibly white as I say that, but. <sighs> In regards to the uh, trailer, you know we're also getting the debut of another character in the film, everyone's favorite character, Namor the Submariner, or if you want to piss off someone, call him the Submariner.
0: Well, if you don't know, otherwise, yeah. and if like, you don't
1: know, now you know. Yeah, but in regards to uh, this, we're getting Namor in the su- uh, the MCU and. I can't give my opinion about Namor without people jumping down my throat like I did on my Facebook the other day a few weeks ago and well, having noted foot fetishist
0: Rob Leifeld attack me for it and then promptly unfriending me. That was a fun one. Somewhere between imp- 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 impression or opinion, uh, I, I don't know, sometimes there needs to be a, a neutral zone. Well, I thought he sucks because Namor
1: is one of the most boring characters in the entire world. And I love now going on social media, seeing nonstop barrage of, I can't wait for Namor. Where did all this stuff come from? Because I've never once in my life seen a Namor fan.
0: (laughs) Well, creating the sense of expectation, perhaps, and, you know, the good PR Firm. Uh, evidently, uh, they uh, have possibly. a great. They have a great Patricio Raballo and perhaps you know, a false sense of expectation for so, whatever winds up happening. You just have to like, okay, you have your own um, assessment of it, opinion, whatever you want to call it, and just
1: here it is. Oh, I just I love seeing everyone's favorite character Namor, his the parades that are happening for this character.
0: My God, the parades, yeah, the accolades, parades. There's. Showers of flowers, rose and petals everybody and everybody loves you know,
1: the acclaimed and there you go. I I don't know. I'm just thinking in regards to uh, this, I am hyped for the character to see this character make it to the big screen after like seventy something years. But on the flip side it's like we're really now like we we've, we've 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 uh went to the well too many times now where all of a sudden we're excited for Namor.
0: We've gone to the well actually, but that, that yeah. too.
1: Well went to the well too many times is also an expression. I watch pro wrestling, Eddie.
0: Oh, no wonder why you said it, it that way. Okay,
1: yes. but in regards to uh, this character, it's just really funny that now, like we've again, we've ran out of characters so much to the point where we're getting excited. Run na- that too, but <sighs> Namor, ma- ladies and gentlemen, my editor I hired apparently. Damn. But in regards
0: to the Black Panther trailer, trailer.
1: um, it's uh, it's sad. It... <sighs> like it it actually the the, the the overtone
0: day. or the undertone however you want to put it cuz the song is giving you that that feeling that vibe and it's exactly <sighs> what it's supposed to be calling yeah. for so you know it's it's getting serious because of what happened the it, pass, the passing of of Chadwick Boseman but i wasn't sure if they're putting the scenes in there in in a sequence of the way it's going to it's, unfold it's uh, always
1: going to be just different correct uh, so, so
0: we have a pregnant woman we see the, the belly aspect we see the somewhat of here's here's the child is this supposed to be a new or not someone ever, who's going to be panther we see someone emerging from the water from the back as if a a, a challenge has been again, or accepted or whatever again it's the unspoken thing
1: mm-hmm. we all know shuri is going to be the new black panther
0: we do just yes, have a scene of her smiling yeah, it's, with her. it's
1: unspoken, but we know. And though I do like that when you see the panther at the very end, you just see the, the legs. And the
0: claw sound You of open, You yeah. can't
1: tell if it's a man or a woman.
0: No, it's a backside shot. It's not a full-side shot. It's just, the, as you're looking at it, the, the right side. No idea if it's a
1: he or a she or a they. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of impressive that at this state in the game, Yes, we know everything that's happening, but we don't know everything that's happening. And I kind of like that. I like that element of keep us in the dark for as long as humanly possible. Maybe give us like a hint or two, like you're feeling in the dark it's like, oh oh that, oh, that's a booby. And it's just like, you know, <laughs> we don't know what's going. Oh no, you know, whatever. But I again, I like that. I like the idea that it's giving us a sense of what could this be? Where are we going with this? And that as well as She-Hulk were the only two that had trailers presented during the uh, Hall H panel. And let's go over to the uh, She-Hulk one. She-Hulk, and by the way, subtitled Attorney at Law. It's going to be, uh, I think, Marvel's first full-on comedy. And ha, 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 it's the Marvel comedic universe. Shut the hell up. It it is interesting because this is going to be a straight-up comedic show. And at the very end of the trailer, we end up seeing a certain someone who also had something announced during the uh, Hall H panel, but my boy, Matt Murdock. So mm-hmm. a, a fellow uh, child of the uh, Our Lady of Perpetual Guilt. So we're all Catholic here, ladies and gentlemen. So we know that lady oh so well. But with uh, Daredevil showing up in this, you know, I know there are going to be the diehard fans going, "Oh, they ruined the character by having him in something where he made a joke." You yeah, know, come on, No. come on, no. you gotta, have, you can't. No. How dare you have somebody laugh? Hashtag release the Snyder bots. But
0: but this trailer for She Hulk, I thought it was fine. Fifty percent, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, not. Uh, ju- I, I think and sure, if it helps get your interest up, then that's great and help promote the show.
1: Well, utilizing Ruffalo's Hulk in this is a great way of bridging the gap between this new character that we don't know and introducing him, or yeah. introducing her through an established character. That's smart. That's smart writing. That's smart television production. And, again, I'm hope I'm very hopeful for this. Although, a lot of what this character is is going to be the Dan Slot run. Except one little thing that happens. She breaks the fourth wall, pulls a Deadpool, although... Technically she pulls herself because she is the originator of that in the Marvel universe of breaking the fourth wall and talking to the viewer. And then you just see, uh, Ruffalo's Hulk look like, who the hell are you talking to?
0: Oh, okay. But
1: what I like is the fact that everything of this character is getting referenced. The character's history, even the John Byrne breaking the fourth wall run. So I'm on board. I'm excited to see what happens. And again, I absolutely love the simple people on the internet because that's what they are, are simple people who complain nonstop about oh boo hoo, the CGI the CGI the CGI well if you're going to complain moan bitch and kvetch about this guess what you can go off and do your own thing go learn coding go learn Lightwave and be able to do the 3D modeling you can go ahead and do that because you can go off and make your own thing mm-hmm. again shut up but in regards to other things that were announced, speaking of Disney+, Plus, we got Daredevil Born Again. <sighs> mm-hmm. Let's just say it lasted more than 18 hours, ladies and gentlemen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was stoked beyond belief for that because this is one of those shows that, first off, a lot of people are wondering what is going to happen with Daredevil Born Again. Wasn't Daredevil season three a straight-up adaptation of the Frank Miller, David Mazzicelli? I, I always gotta say it like with Italian hand. I am Italian, well, so I can get away with so it. So is but he Um With that that run of that story, Born Again, which, by the way, if you have not read it, I cannot recommend it enough. It is a masterpiece and just a f- phenomenal story. How about a future episode if you haven't read that? Have you read it? No. Are you serious? Ta-da.
0: We have another episode.
1: <laughs> I got another one I wanted to spring this
0: on you as well. Uh-oh. Um Sandman. Oh, you You've did... never read Sandman. You no, gotta... You've said that Oh, from... did I? You've said that from a while ago. I forgot then. Wow. We're working on Miracle Man. Yeah, we are we are in that. We're trying I, I have like 4 out of those 6 issues now. Oh, really? I found four. Hell, yeah. (laughs) High five over the board. You you don't want to touch me? (laughs) Well, you know, there's a board and everything. I I said over the board. Well, not through the board. I'm not as tall as you, so. (laughs) you got long
1: arms. But anyway, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, enough digression. Mm -hmm. Daredevil born again. A lot of people are like, but didn't they do that as Daredevil season three? You you do realize names of things have double meanings, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is the character coming back after the absence of Netflix, and he's being quote-unquote born again under this MCU iteration. That's what they mean by born again.
0: But we have a ways to get to that
1: one. Yeah, that's and it's interesting because it was said, and I don't know how much truth this is, it's 18 episodes, not six, like everything else in the MCU. Or nine, like what, um, wasn't that WandaVision? Yeah, wa- and but originally WandaVision was supposed to be, I think, like 12. But they had to oh. like, cut down everything due to this uh, little uh, known event called the pandemic. Okay. So, but eighteen episodes. 18. eighteen. Because let's be honest, a lot of people out there really, really, really love Matt Murdoch, Charlie Cox as Daredevil. So mm. okay. I'm I'm very much on board with this. I'm excited to see what is going to happen. And in regards to uh that, this means there's gonna be like a lot of people coming back. I believe uh Eldon Ehrenreich is coming back to play Foggy Nelson. So fingers crossed as well, the actress who plays uh uh, Karen Page, I think Deborah Wolf. I want to say I know her name is Deborah, so got that going. Okay, but and of course, you know, when I was a boy, Vincent D'Onofrio. So fingers crossed they can get so many of these people that made this series such a great. I honestly, and it's bold of me to say this, but a lot of people will agree with me. Iconic series in the Marvel universe. So that that Netflix show was iconic. And I'm excited to see what is next with that. But that's all we really had in regards to Daredevil Born Again. Mm-hmm. It was also confirmed during the panel, we are going to be getting Blade in November 2023. Yep. So this entire time, either they have been working on it, or it is currently being worked on now.
0: Most likely it's still being, it's November 3rd of 23, yeah. yeah. And
1: what got me about that, though, that made me really laugh, was... It's, I think, uh, November 3rd, 2023? That's what I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's really funny for that date because, ah, the perfect Halloween movie. Three days removed from Halloween. Or technically two uh, with the uh, preview show. It's an
0: extension of Halloween. I love that. (laughs) I I think a lot
1: of people out there are also going on saying, ugh, it better be rated R. It better be rated R. A quality story is all that matters. It doesn't matter the rating. Yep, yep. Just because you say the F word in a movie or show boobage or show someone's arm getting cut off or whatever Mm -hmm. doesn't make it good. The quality of the writing, the quality of the acting, the performances from all involved that's what makes something good. Being able to drop F bombs or violence or boobery that's secondary. Again, it depends on the quality of the creative. Anyway, that's my soapbox. But what I'm excited about as well, they also announced, I believe it's going to be 2024 for the Fantastic 4. 2024 November 8th. That again, again another one I'm very much hyped for because they are knocking it out of the park with those kinds of stories and it is it's funny you couldn't have had the fantastic four debut in phase four like i get why you want to like mix things up like not what everyone expected come on man it's like right there like it's waiting for you so let's have the fantastic four debut in phase five
0: mm-hmm. well actually the way i saw it was it's phase Six. six
1: oh it is, yeah it is phase six yeah that's yeah. so stupid
0: I can't keep track of these phases unless they're in front of me now. I mean, and then I, I, and then calling that. and then calling the three phases. The multiverse phase. The, the, that'll be Or the, the Multiverse Saga. The multiverse saga will be phases four, five, six. We just we had one, two, and three being the Infinity Saga. So And
1: we're also we also uh what other ones were there announced? Because Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Guardians of the Galaxy Three is one of those obviously I'm hyped for. I am a diehard Guardians fanboy. But What gets me about this is the fact of the trailer that was released at uh, New York Comic Con. On stage, James Gunn, director of the film, comes on stage and he's talking about how this is basically going to be the last time you see this original lineup of the Guardians, but the end doesn't always have to be sad. And when you watch the movie for the trailer that was shown at uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con, which we're probably not going to be seeing Earlier this year, uh, James Gunn had said, listen, the trailer for this movie will probably not release until next year. We're not going to see it. Maybe I could see it coming around uh, after Black Panther World of Wakanda, or Wakanda Forever comes out.
0: That would make sense, yeah, because it says com- um, May 5th. It'll so probably, it'll be a free, com- free comic book day weekend.
1: And it'll be a January uh, trailer release. Like, that's my expectation. Yeah. Because you drum up uh, four to five months' worth of uh, hype, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Now, where in this does the Guardians holiday special show up? Uh, Guardians holiday special is going to be I think a November or a
1: December release of this year this
0: year okay and by the way we got a a special guest co-host for that episode
1: already arranged yay this is how we stew it ah stew now in regards to the trailer that was presented at San Diego Comic Con for Guardians of the Galaxy volume 3 it's one of the things is in the movie volume 2 it ends with him getting a Zune you know the hot new tech device for everyone to use, the Microsoft Zune. Everyone on Earth has them. No iPads, or iPods. Oh my. Ha ha ha, that's the joke. Okay. But they had said that in regards to the soundtrack, it's going to be a lot of uh, 80s to, I believe, 2007 or 8 for the soundtrack, or 10, something like that. Wow. So it's more than just AM Gold and Yacht Rock. It's now moving into other kinds of genres. Sure indie is. music and everything. And the song that the trailer was set to was Do You Realize by the Flaming Lips off of uh, Yoshimi Battles, the Pink Robots, I think it was called. Oh, couldn't help About you 2000, 2002 release, great, great album, great song, and one of the lyrics to tie in with what James had said is the lyrics of Do you realize that everyone you know someday will die, and instead of saying all of your goodbyes, let them know you realize that life goes fast. So, and it's hard, the line of it's hard to make the good things last, and... Again, very powerful lyrics, and it ties in 100% with the Guardians because it's hard to make the good times last. Look at how Longamora was involved in the movies, mm-hmm. and then she dies. It's hard to make the good times last. Seeing this lineup, seeing all these characters. My prediction, by the way, in that movie, one of the characters that is going to die is probably going to be Craglin, played by James's brother, Sean. And I can see that being the case because if they do a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Four, Volume Five, etc., you got to have the new lineup. And hmm. on stage, the uh, actor whose name I don't know offhand right now, playing Adam Warlock, he showed up. They talked about that, and what I'm expecting this to be is Gamora comes back from the dead, and Guardians of the Galaxy essentially becomes Adam Warlock and in the Infinity Watch. We might see Big Dave Batista reprise his role. Maybe, maybe not. But it's going to be Adam Warlock, Star Fox, Pip the Troll. Yep, there we go. And I don't see James Gunn staying on as director of these Guardians movies after this. It's going to be a completely new creative direction and all that stuff. But I'm still excited. And, you know, the villain of the movie is going to be the high evolutionary, a character that, again, complete dud of a character just a complete jobber I'm excited to care about this character and <laughs> uh, the high evolutionary I don't know the actor's name offhand but if you've watched James Gunn's Peacemaker on HBO Max the one of the characters this led to uh, as of our recording we have I think six or seven or five to six hours left of our uh, ban on the Twitter page uh, I was corresponding with people throughout the uh, discuss, at discussing films, San Diego Comic-Con discussion of the Hall H panel for Marvel Studios, and they had at one point talked about, they announced. so and so is in costume as the high evolutionary at New York or at San Diego Comic-Con. Like he dressed up in his high evolutionary outfit, walks mm. up on stage, does the thing. And the comment I made, if you have seen Peacemaker, you will know what I'm talking about, but the tweet I made was, "I hope a bug comes out of his head. Twitter's bots managed to find a way to flag that as harassment or threat of violence. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. Because <laughs> I was referencing a TV show. In my appeal, I mentioned, I'm actually referencing the movie or the show. But I'll delete the tweet. Otherwise, I don't care. But you guys got to realize, why would I say a bug is a threatening thing? That's stupid. I
0: don't know, actually. But there's your guilt coming out too where you had to kind of do a little full disclosure right now
1: i'm just like hey like i guess i'll delete the tweet but you do realize i'm referencing something right yeah well Uh, mm -hmm. god bless mark zuckerberg and jack from twitter maybe you should have prefaced
0: it by saying in the line of or along the lines of It's like one tweet and they still would have
1: they still would have said it because out of his head
0: yeah that's a song they by still... Fastball, right? Out of my head? Sure, Eddie. <laughs> anyway. You know it, I know it. There. So now, in regards to other things
1: that had happened at the Hall H panel... Jay revealed a lot of
0: stuff here. I've got a lot more titles going on here.
1: Well, the two big ones, and shout-out to my boy John Escudero that I co-host Geek Sheet Radio with. He's been talking about it nonstop. We are going to be getting Marvel Secret Wars. But before that, we are getting, in 2025, Marvel's Avengers... The Kang Dynasty. Yeah. So we're getting two Avengers movies in one year. in the year. same year. Exactly. That is insane. Yeah.
0: May of twenty-five for Kang Dynasty, and then in November, uh, Secret Wars. Yeah. And
1: I think the we don't know exactly what's going to be happening, but that's going to be a big deal. But speaking of big deals, Kevin Feige, Lord Feige himself, he managed to find a way to get Bill Murray's phone number, okay. and I'm that is a real thing, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. In regards to the realm of Hollywood, if you're able to get Bill Murray's, uh, I think it's a casting number, he has a voicemail inbox where you call and you pitch your movie to him, and if he likes the idea, he will call you back. So, Kevin Feige and uh, the casting director, I believe uh, uh, Lou Esposito, the executive producer, managed to get Bill Murray's number, that elusive number, and called it, and pitched it, and now... Bill Murray will be appearing in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania.
0: <laughs> the first one of Phase 5, it looks like. Yes. It, it's, yeah, again,
1: no, no, Gar- no, you're right, February. It's,
0: February 17th.
1: But he's going to be in there, and they also announced Modoc is going to be in the movie. A lot of fans out there are, like, again, bitching, kvetching, it should be Patton Oswalt that plays him. Yeah, well, guess what, guys? Patton Oswalt's playing Pip the Troll, so too bad. <laughs> and... It's funny because no one knows who Bill Murray's playing. Is Bill Murray playing Modoc? Because if that's the case, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that could be very, very cool. Yeah. And that means, ladies and gentlemen, Garfield is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> You can watch Garfield and A Tale of Two Kitties on the award-winning Disney+. Plus. I don't know if they're still on there, but you can watch them. They are Fox movies. I was
0: thinking more of a, well, some semi-recent of, of Bill Murray being uh, Bosley from the Charlie's Angels movies. Or Ghostbusters. That goes further back, yes. You want to go Caddyshack now, too, or I want to go Star Wars Cantina, Lounge Singer. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Or, but, or the original
1: Johnny Storm.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, just the voice, I think, right? Mm-hmm. On the radio show. Mm-hmm.
1: So, a lot of stuff is happening down the line. Some stuff was noticeably absent. No Shang Chi discussion. No, uh, no discussion, by the way, of Armor Wars, the award or the Disney Plus series. We got discussion of Secret Invasion. Colby Smulders yes. is reprising that's, her role as Maria
0: Hill. That's supposed to be in the spring of twenty three on Disney Plus. Secret Invasion, okay. But going back before I totally forget, when you mentioned the calling a phone number. Uh, and i think it might have been ryan who who posted oh, this and, uh, She-Hulk. about she hulk about yeah. she hulk you can call the uh 1877 she hulk i was the one that pointed it out in the group and then he put it in there and it's a working number yeah <laughs> or something happens and the slogan on the thing says i go green so you get green it's cool it's cool mm-hmm. to see and again you know that viral marketing you do stuff like that
1: and make it special for the uh, viewer so
0: and super what, what else do we have <laughs> we have Following Secret Invasion, and we said May of 23, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Two more on Disney Plus in the summer. Marvel's Echo. Yeah, Echo, which will be also the way they tie in Daredevil. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also Loki, Season 2. Yay. Uh, There's a movie. These two movies, I think I had seen a previous listing, and they kind of flipped them. They moved up to February, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and in July, July 28th of next year, the Marvels. Yeah. So we'll get uh, our favorite Kamala, and the only one, and I would assume uh, Brie Larson. And there's got to be were there were more than two Marvels that we have to... Well, th- this is the thing. Uh, Shout-out to friend
1: of the show, uh, Mike Bucci, formerly known as the Wrestler Nova. He put up a thing on Facebook the other day, and it made me laugh because he goes... 18 Marvel projects from, you know, now until uh, 2025. This is insane. And I commented in the comments with, Nova, I hate to break it to you, but you forgot to. It's technically 20 because you forgot the Guardians holiday special and I am Groot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a... There you go. Well, it's, it's insane.
0: Now, moving on, after we get through the Marvels, end of July of next year, in the fall on Disney+, Plus Ironheart, which would be the... And I don't remember the character's name, but that's the female Iron Man character. Uh... Uh, not, not not Pepper Pots Trini. I, I forgot. I forgot her name. I'm not... no Riri. Riri. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, that's in, that's... in passing, that's about it. Um, in the winter time on Disney Plus, it'll be Agatha Coven of Chaos. Which yes, the uh, title of it is going to be called Agatha Coven of Chaos. It
1: wasn't before. It was just Agatha Harkness. Mm-hmm. And you know, shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Jordan Bloom, previous guest as well. It is insane that we're getting an Agatha Harkness show. Sure. Like why are we getting an agatha harkness show i don't mind you know uh witchcraft mommy is pretty damn great so
0: i'm so a lot i'm 100 on board but a lot of people love the bad person or whatever hey who knows yeah. we, <laughs> make it, we make we may get a doom show hey, Dr. i d- don't no, know it won't be a doom show it'll I be a know. doom movie you know oh see that even bigger bigger and better better so <laughs> okay and the spring of 2024 we said daredevil born again then May 3rd of God, 24. so long we have to wait for that. I, you know. <laughs> gives me time to catch up. I didn't know how long we are going to wait for Avengers, but it's 25. In uh, May of 24, Captain America, New World Order. Not too, the wrestling yeah, thing, right? Too, Not too, the NWO. Too, sweet. too although,
1: sweet. Although I got a lot of uh, likes on that tweet of on uh, my personal page of the NWO lifting up the too sweet up in the air. So it's it's kind of cool to see again. Did you expect to see another uh, Captain America movie? Kinda when didn't?
0: Well, wasn't it at the end of um, uh, what Captain America and the Winter Soldier wasn't it announced Falcon that and the Winter Soldier Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It turned into that. Yeah. It, it, there would be a Captain America four, and this. No, well, no,
1: it was never announced in the show, but it was no. announced. You know, afterwards in press releases, news articles. Right. So, uh, um, again, I'm very excited because I love anthony mackie as mm-hmm. sam wilson falcon like there's there's a lot of cool stuff down the line with and that. who's
0: not to say that what's his name is going to be in there too the u.s agent july <laughs> twenty sixth of 24 thunderbolts
1: and that was the other one that was announced during all of this with a logo very similar to the avengers same typeface and it's it's going to be i don't see it being their version of it but it's like the implications are there. I think it's going to be them going, huh, you like that uh, that what's-his-name, the uh, Suicide Squad, huh? All right, we can do better hmm. on that. But I'm sorry, you can't perfect the Suicide Squad from 2021. That was a damn fine movie, and mm-hmm. I really want to watch it again. But what else? Is the, was that really all there was? Because we still don't have what is going to happen with the X-Men. We don't know what is going to happen with our favorite merc-with-the-mouth, Deadpool.
0: So it hasn't been solidified enough in terms of putting it into the schedule. But the biggest announcement
1: coming next year, the final official cross-pollination of Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures, we're getting Wong and Morbius. I cannot wait. What's up with that? (laughs) Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be Wong. And Morbius, it's it's Morbin time, ladies and gentlemen, and other tired jokes that were tired by the uh, Wong fit. and Morbin time. Um, that's a long word. I love, by the way, Wong's new role in the MCU is literally just a guy who makes cameos in every single thing. Like it's <sighs> like I'm waiting for one movie. He's just like, oh, sorry, I was, I'm late. Well, see you, you No, later. So
0: in Multiverse of Madness, it was an extended cameo it's then, ev- right?
1: Well, no, that's it's a movie. He's he's the yeah. Sorcerer Supreme. You have to show respect to the Sorcerer Supreme. That's right. But in everything else, like. Why is he in Shang Chi? Let's just throw him in here. Why is he in Shield? Why is he in Spider Man? (laughs) Like I love that—that's his role now in the MCU. It's like literally, like he's gonna walk by. Ah, forgot the milk. See you later. (laughs) As I drool all over myself like a a dullard. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Okay. But anyway, and that's—I would say—that caps it all off. Like we've got. We're eating good with the MCU right now. We're
0: eating good. Listen
1: to you. Okay. And there's going to be a lot more stuff. I'm excited to see where we go with this. But just like I said, just think. We don't know everything yet because we still have D23. D23 is going to be like where you thought we had a lot of stuff coming, there's still more. Like it's literally the equivalent of a Steve Jobs just one more thing. Like he's he's Columbo now, you know, with an iPhone. But like there's even right. more.
0: I'm going to call it November 2023, Blade. Who's coming into this? Morbius. Stop that. But <laughs> tell you what, you heard it here.
1: I hope that steak goes through real fast. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. Like, there's, I think the big thing is this year is the 50th anniversary of Ghost Rider. I think Ghost Rider is going to be making his return because last time Ghost Rider was on screen was uh, 2011 Spirits of Vengeance or whatever the hell that. Flock Second, was, yeah, you know? yeah, darker, darker Ghost Rider. Like, there's, we're we're getting Ghost Rider soon. It's got to be like there's, there. Marvel subtly does things with other forms of merchandising and term other forms of entertainment. We're getting a Midnight Suns video. Well,
0: that's game. we're gonna we're gonna have that in play also. Ghost Rider, no Morbius. Boom,
1: there. Midnight Suns, and like, that's where we're going next. Like, that's gonna be. They're trying to now like separate it all off into different factions, groups. We're gonna have the X Men, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the Thunderbolts, the Guardians of the Galaxy, although I think they're gonna be slowly phased out. Mm. We're gonna be getting a new form of the Defenders. Although I think it's gonna be more Defenders in the sense of the OG lineup where you have Silver Surfer, you have Doctor Strange, Hulk, Fishboy, you know. Like, no all... Namor, come on. Oh man, the Namor fan club is gonna be hyped for that one. That's right. So, yeah, we'll see what's going to happen next. But I know, I know I'll know, i be there day one or day 975. I don't know what day it is now. Well, it's Monday, but you get my point.
0: Born on a Monday, yes. That's a different character altogether. For The Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Excelsior!